RLC founder Dave Evans spends time with partners, clients, and friends in the USA talking about all things business. If you are an inspiring business owner, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or a coach who wants real advice about what to do in business today and wants to hear frank conversations, then this is the show for you. Real life consultations, challenges, and ideas from all around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode of Consultivation. It is official. Not only are we live, the fabulous Eric Swick is back with us from Swick Business Strategies. Eric, good afternoon, good morning, sir. Yes, good morning, good afternoon, whatever, wherever you are. Indeed. Uh, we also have back with us George Powers from Powers Accounting and Consulting. And Hello. Hey, George, how's it going? We Hello. also have uh, Kurt Rickoff from a fabulous brand, uh, which I think is growing in the area, Rickoff Business Imbalance. So, Kurt, good to have you here, my friend. Thank you. Good to be here. So, uh, first of all, how are we all doing? It's been a bit of a momentous week for two reasons. One, US political agenda. Two, a potential vaccine. So, uh, which one do you think we should pick off first? So, you know, how is the world of business in America, given it's been quite a challenging week, and I know it's not over yet in terms of the elections, but how are we all feeling about it? And maybe not your feelings, because that's too selfish, but how, how are people feeling? I think is the question I probably want to mind knowing about. Um, over Mike, who, who, who wants to shoot? Worn out and tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you believe the conspiracy theorists, it was only natural the vaccine came out after the. I, I was waiting for someone to say something about that curtain and saying, oh, they were, they were predicting it was going to happen. Oh, great. Now it just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, think, I think the general feeling is wanting it to be over, but yet it's not quite over. <clears throat> you know the uh legal fights and everything else going on um many people not accepting or wanting to accept you know um what the media and what what appears to be the result um you know it is tiring yeah it's, very I, I, tiring. It, it's hard to see it every day in the news but i think most people are going about their business i mean you know this is not anything that one person can impact and you know politicians are going to be politicians and do their I hate to use the word but BS that they do all the time and waste people's time, our resources, uh, doing whatever side you on. I think they're both criminal. And uh, I think as my perspective, I'm moving on. I'm, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do the things that I want to do and accomplish. And I think that's the message I try to get out to everyone. I think you nailed it, Eric, everybody. That's what we're all just kind of going on. Um, the media, as much as they want us to try to get drawn into it and and, and everything else I, I know myself and like you said more and more people are just they're moving on we have to we, whatever yeah. it's, it's it's we can't dwell on it if you did it would consume your life if you oh, yeah. let it and they they like you said they want you to um and we are all tired of the status quo politicians yeah, yeah all of them I'm, a friend of mine made a post and said if my guy wins i get up the next day i go to work and i do my job Right. And if my guy loses, I get up the next day, go to work, and do my job. Exactly. <laughs> much. No, yep. It doesn't have a huge impact in business, I'd say, as a whole. Businesses can operate in either environment. It's just the changing of the rules 
scares people until they know what the new rules are and then they run with it. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's more hype than anything else. Exactly. And do you know, do you know, George, that, that takes us in a minute to a word that we've, we've talked about before here and we've talked about it. Hey Vince, good to have Vince and Harry. Hey Vince. Hello Vince. Hi Vince. Um, hey guys. It's good, it's good to talk about this challenge of the political agenda in the States right now and balancing it out and collective and brought in the mindset and moving on. One of the small things though that came out when Britain was in similar chaos and it wasn't that long ago, you know, 18 months ago, what, were we going to have a Jeremy Corbyn Britain or were we going to have a Conservative Boris Johnson Britain? And one of the things that I really lapped onto is one of our team, talking about the best efforts for humanity are found in the middle, in that middle ground. So on the political agenda, it's the middle ground where success is found. And I guess as a British person wishing Americans all the best, I, I hope and pray that that is something you start to realize in the months ahead, that it's the middle where the winds are made, because hopefully that's where the general collective can find a bit more resource coming back to you and to everybody that needs the help in the future. So Vince, I'm going to put you on the spot in a minute. You know it's tradition. Vince Howard, how do you feel about the word change? I love the word change. Why? So, you know, my philosophy is always... Yeah. <laughs> my philosophy has been if we're, not, if we're not moving forward, if we're not changing, we're dying. So, you know, I've, I try every day to earn my title as chief disruption officer. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure I keep my team on their toes. That's, that's a good shout. I, I, I think it's a classic leadership mindset that says, if you're not growing or you're not moving, you, you're dying because it's the alternative, isn't it? Eric, how do you feel about changing? I'm with Vince. I think it's important. I think it differentiates you if you're changing. I had a thought this morning that I can remember back when we put client portals in place. This has probably been 10, 15 years ago. And I remember being at like PAC seminars and the instructor would ask, well, who has all of, you know, two or three people would raise their hands and I'd be one of them. And, you know, now that's just part of doing business. But I like being out in front and being different than the other guys because I think consumers or our customers, whoever we're working with, appreciate that. I, don't, I, I totally agree with you because we almost have to go ahead in the marketplace to be better positioned to service our clients, don't we? So classically, a leader goes into the future and brings things back. So uh, I, think, I think for me now is, is it's not always the case, is it? So, Kurt, what do you think about change? Well, change is, you know, we love it as leaders. Uh, we, we push it in our own firms, our businesses. But uh, we always have to be, like Vince said, the chief disruption officer. Well, there's a negative side of change all the time as well, that the our, our team, it's getting our team on board, making sure that they are, 
agree with the change. Otherwise, there could be a huge negative impact. Showing them the the advantage of the change sometimes is tough. Um, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, for lack of a better term. You know, I'm sure I know all four of us have come back from a PASPA conference or a different conference with uh, all excited for a big change to implement into our firms and the resistance we get at times is tough and you know rightfully so we're disrupting uh, production in, in their world so it's uh, sometimes the the negativity of change can can truly uh impact the motivation behind it i guess you could say um, which we always hate to see but it also brings us as leaders um back to norm uh, realism i guess uh, like you said i'm sure vince you've been wanted to try something vastly different than you're brought down to reality and sometimes it's deflating but then you know it well maybe they're right a little bit but maybe i can slip a little change in later yeah i actually got one of the best compliments i think that we could um yesterday from one of my bookkeeping one of one of my staff accountants so we're in the process of training a new team member and as I walked kind of by their their section, I heard her over saying that the reason I love working here is because, you know, Vince is always keeping things fresh. He's always on top of what's happening. Or even though our personality, talking to the typical accountant personality, doesn't like change, the culture in our office has kind of made it to where it's fun it's okay to fail yeah. and i think that i think that's part of our personality type is that you know we're scared to death to fail where me on the other hand i'm like if we're not failing we're not trying hard enough you know we're yeah. we're not we're not throwing a dart enough times at the wall so there was an interesting just you know tip or a little a little accolade from her you know just saying i love it here because, and if you guys are familiar with Discord, she's a super high S. So high S hates change. Yeah. And yet she's embracing the fact that I'm disrupting, you know, by bringing change in the office. Well, I think that's a credit to what um, you're bringing the change in for good and improvements, not just to change to make change. Because right. sometimes I feel people do that. I mean, we've all probably been guilty of that at times. People make changes to make changes. Sometimes I know I'm guilty of looking ahead two to three steps, and I know the change today is going to impact that third or fourth step. But a lot of times I don't convey that as well. And you need to convey why we're doing this. Yeah, it did not improve efficiency now. But looking ahead, when when we we move this client to a different accounting system three steps away from this is going to be super efficient but it's it's again it's making sure that we convey that to everybody that change for improvement sometimes not immediate improvement there it is a reason yeah Kurt, that's a, a great point because i'm guilty of that a lot i'll get excited about making a change and start telling my the staff this is a change we're going to make and they all start putting on the brakes because i haven't explained why you know where we're going to get to in the end we're, where's the vision on this that's just this is really great this is going to be why are you doing this okay that's right stop back up a little bit and i actually have to sell them on the concept there we go <laughs> yeah that's oh, why yeah. we have frameworks 
That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody. See, the, the bright, shiny thing distracts me, and we can go after it. You know. Yeah, and uh, I made a change last year that was there was before I had the meeting. There was lots of people. Oh, this is not going to work. But I, I so it, it kind of it prompted me to say, okay, I need to tell them where we're going, how we're going, how this is going to work in the end. Once I explained all that, but then explained the procedures. They all jumped on board and thought it was great. But before the meeting, they were they were hesitant as all heck. Uh, we were making a pretty decent change in the procedure. And, uh, but I, I took my time to explain it to them. I think that's what I just, you know, I lose track of the shiny object. Sometimes I head off in the wrong direction. Sometimes I just don't, I don't fully explain the full implementation of it. I just get out, you know, I kind of just fire off and then, then have to come back around. I think what I've learned too is you remove the word change, first of all. Yeah. It's ain't change, it's improvement. We're improving our systems. We're not changing our systems. We're improving our process. We're improving something else. It's not just change because I think uh, change becomes that four letter word that people do shy away of, especially like you said, Vince, certain personalities. Um, if you have long time employees that have been doing it, you know, a great job for many, many years, you talk about change, but if you say improvement, things like that, language is always a uh, key in uh, whatever we're doing. And uh, certainly in this case, for sure. You brought up a point, Kurt, you said that they have to feel safe. So <clears throat> to me, that goes back to the whole culture reboot, so to speak, inside the firm where as leaders, right, we have to, we have to make them feel comfortable as we're making these improvements. And, and in our case, what was the big catalyst for us was actually getting their input on the improvement or the change mechanism. So we actually had them help develop the, the 24 month framework. And look, there's 20 or 30 improvement items on there over the next 24 months that they were more aggressive with how they wanted to improve and how they wanted to change than I was originally. You know, I had my goals and and theirs were far loftier because now the entire team had buy-in. So that was that, to me, that safe feeling. They no longer, you know, they no longer felt, as you said, change was that four letter word. It's like, oh, we're doing this because we're gonna make a difference. So that connecting it back to the why though, I think Vince, is a startling mistake because 33% of people need to know why. That's a third of our organizations. And if you think about that's a third of our organizations, that each time we forget to do it, uh, we're actually letting them down. So I love that that's come out again. So there's two standout calls already if you're watching this. Uh, one, get rid of the word change. You know, I, I loved that conversation a few years ago when we were all talking about it in our companies going, let's lose the word change. Good night, see you later. There are enough positive phrases out there for us to Talk about aggregate of incrementals, you know, cycling, sport, Formula One, motorsport. There's enough out there to talk about this in a different way. What I'd like to do today, though, with our friends here on CPA Love, uh, CPA Live, you do remember, we also have consultivations on Spotify. We're waiting for the uh, Apple to catch up with us because you have to wait to get onto the Apple podcast system. 
So we are available on podcasts with Spotify right now if you're enjoying these conversations. So you can listen to this in your car. Our privilege of being on your prime time listening. Uh, so let's let's have a think about it. Um, a couple of things for a moment. and I, I, I'm going to just unplug something just in case. Um, let's have a think about this 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 change word. And if you saw Daily Dave on Monday, I was talking about the word change as an acronym. And the first letter of the word change is challenge. So I want to ask you, tell me about, it can be on your framework fence, right? A challenge you're taking on right now, whatever that challenge is. Um, so anyone shoot, what challenge are you taking on? And remember, once you start sharing, anybody can cross reference or cross examination because you're in the dock. Complete service restructure, adding advisory. How's it going? We're getting there. We're, <laughs> um, we're ahead of schedule that, that we put, but of course it never happens fast enough. Um, <clears throat> we should be completely live by end of the month. And I think our FACADA uh, basically first quarter of 2021 so we'll we'll end up about a quarter ahead that's a good that's a really good challenge isn't it particularly in the industry Vince to get to get into that space ready to operate that's that's good progress any questions for Vince's challenge Kurt Eric George when you get it figured out, will you send us the blueprints? <laughs> <laughs> I think it um, uh, the challenge we're going through right now, we're doing a complete uh, review of our processes, one client at a time, like a few, uh, and reviewing exactly what we do for each client, almost like a, what we would call a reinstallation meeting um, in the old days or through PASBA. But um, we have an entire, our entire production team is is reviewing a few of these clients, going through them, just because of how things have changed over the years um, with technology, um, at, you know, switching them to QBO or something like that. So we're doing a complete review of that and then using that to develop a merged processes because we have two offices that um, that are really running two slightly different processes, if you will. So um, we've been working on the, some of these changes for a couple of years, actually, and we've always had to step back due to team changes, personnel changes and things. So right now we're in the midst of a complete review of those processes to develop a agreed upon process um, of the merged firms. That, that's a that's a big task, isn't it? Vince, you know, you know all about that, don't you? Yeah, we struggled with that for most of 2020 as we uh, brought on a firm on the other side of the state. Oof. So let's go to Gio. What's your challenge? Um, actually, similar to Kurt in the sense that we've had two um, long-term bookkeepers uh, that have been with us for you know 20 years, and uh, um, you know they developed their own way of doing things and each one did it a little bit differently based on their personalities and you know we did things differently a number of years ago we've been trying to change more to a different model as we go forward and 
Um, recently, what we've done is we've moved more to a, a, a pool, a bookkeeping pool, uh, with the idea that a manager is not going to have one bookkeeper, but the bookkeeper is going to work for multiple managers, which is going to force us to have everything standardized and the same, same procedures. And that's really forcing us to make sure that everything is the same and we're, we're doing things always the same. So it, uh, it, it takes, it's going to take us out of the, yes, we've always done it this way into we need to, we have to be uniform in order for the, for the staff to do what they need to do. So that's, that's a big change we're going through right now uh, on the production side. So I was, I was just uh, sharing a bit of a joke there, George. So Vince wasn't laughing at you uh, about swimming pool. You said that's what popped into my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Waterproof accounting. I mean, that's pretty advanced, isn't it? There you go. <laughs> but I think I think there's going to be a need for a flexible approach, George, to what the future of the industry is going to need tomorrow, five years' time. And I think some of the clues, we often think we have to completely reinvent things, but there's plenty of clues out there in other industries. You know, we were talking about today the business process operation units of big call center companies on large scale. How you have a dedicated person who really is the advisor overseeing the work and actually often doesn't do any of the work. So how, how do you find that new version as time evolves? Mr. Swick, what's your challenge? Well, <clears throat> my challenge is going to be, and I don't, I don't really see it as a challenge, it's just a, a change for me. As of the end of February, I'll no longer be involved working with the firm that I sold a couple of years ago. And my sole focus will be on coaching and business advisory services to clients. And what I see as the advantage of that is I'm going to be so focused working with those clients because I won't have all the distractions of a large book of business that still looks to me as kind of the leader of that firm, even though I'm not the leader or the owner of the firm. And so the challenge will be that transition. It's going to be different for me. I'm not going to have as many people reaching out to me, but I feel the positive side of it is I'm going to be so involved with the people I'm working with that I can provide them, you know, 110% of what they deserve. You know, that, that again, though, is a great, great example of, of, of the answer to the, to the word challenge today um, in the sense that you're taking something head on and you're going to have sole focus. Do you want to know what one of RLC's challenges is going into 2021? Sure. I mean, what would I have done if you'd all gone, no, not really? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny. Uh, running, running water? Hot. That, well, it could be running water, Kurt. Um, <laughs> that, that is a dilemma, as in the water that comes from the Glen here, we've got a bit of work to do to, to really sort that out if we've got time left before winter really sets in uh, anyway it's it's actually helping some of our biggest clients around the world tackle this diversity issue once and for all mm -hmm. educating um organizations how to create well-being in a sincere and meaningful one-time way and teaching people to talk to each other about the fact they might feel completely uncomfortable what the other person's saying and not retreat out of the conversation or call rank because you're the you know the senior officer having tough conversations using skill 
And, and actually, some of these issues that you see that are in the press and they're in your election at times, uh, actually teaching the youngsters how to cope with this. Because us lot probably won't have to deal with it much, right? But tomorrow's generation, they're picking up the tab. So we're going we're gonna to be putting together a program that's going to meet that head on and ask companies a really important question. Do you need a training program for diversity to help your people become their very best version selves? And I think that's a bit of a poison question because I usually say no to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Imagine you're, you know, a big brand like, like Comcast, right? So we're not saying you are Comcast. We're making a, a comparison. And you speak to somebody there and they go, no, we're okay. You know, and that's the idea. But our heart here is to actually teach people how to do that because people in our generations don't know how to do it. And the world, I think, is the most complex it's ever been for youngsters, you know coming through in business and I th how do they get through that well it takes people like us to look back and say hey listen do you know about this have you thought about that and what about doing it this way so that's going to be our biggest challenge not suggesting at all it's going to be easy but i think it's going to be really agitational because it has to be you know how many times vince uh, george eric and kurt have you seen a heated conversation in business where the eventual outcome is a retreat. Oh. Often. 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 So actually the best outcomes are going through them. So, you know, do you remember in the playground when you were a kid, right? And, and I know for Vince that was only the other day. And, uh, right, and uh, you, know, you, you might have an unfortunate fight with a buddy, right? Or an, and they're not a buddy yet, they're an enemy. And then all of a sudden you're friends, right? That still happens when you're older. Okay, you don't fight anymore, but that is still the reward for working out differences and finding similarities. It's interesting, isn't it? Thanks, Vince, for going along with that. So, uh, we got some pretty good challenges. Now I want to ask you the same question again, but not business. What's your biggest personal challenges coming up in the next 90 days outside of work? And Vince, you've knocked him out of the park recently, so you're gonna have to really think about this. Um, mine is gonna be a night of philandria. I finished. Now over to you guys. Well, for me, it's gonna be, you know, I've been down and out for the last couple of weeks due to some surgery I had. So it's just getting physically fit again. It's gonna be focusing on getting back out and um, trying to exercise. As soon as I get off this call, I'm going to go for you know a several mile walk to be the first time I've done anything like that in a couple of weeks. So that's my personal goal: is just to get my strength back. Great. Similar for me, um, except I haven't had surgery is less of an excuse. But uh, over the over the past year, I've had some challenges that have, uh, I guess, trying to get it figured out. You will um, however with covid and things like that you don't even want to go to the doctor or anything um, much less uh, uh, have procedures or tests done but it, getting through that but also getting back on the workout train i, I got off a couple weeks ago to my knee it was just bothering me and it's really bothering me so now as soon as i get out of house arrest slash quarantine i'm going to try to get back to the doctor and get the knee figured out same thing eric just so i can get back on that and i always feel so much better um, yep. 
physically, which, which just as we talked about before, is it, 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 without being physically fit, or at least um, strong, your emotional and psychological and mental health is just not there. Yeah. It allows me going into one of the toughest times, but also one of the most fun times of the year for us. Holidays. Um, our daughter will be back from college for a whole month eventually, and things like that. So, needing to get ready for that. So we're, we have a excellent time. Great, great show. And any other personal challenges, Vince, we're, we're going to keep you to last, I think, because we, we know you're about to do like a quadruple Ironman attempt or something. George? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I guess personally, I got a couple of, you know, uh, athletic challenges going on for uh, length of uh, running and things of that nature. They're just kind of the virtual things that are going on now. But the bigger thing I'm trying to do right now is something completely different is learn how to play the guitar. It's just to, to make completely different off of anything else I've been doing. And that's a bit of a challenge. So we're working on that on a regular basis. So as a personal challenge, that's that's there. And as a family challenge, just how are we going to deal with the holidays with uh, some, you know, my mother, my mother-in-law who are older, how do we see them? Do we see them? My my kids and the younger, how are they coming home? We're going to visit them. So there's going to be some challenges in how we're going to navigate that with all the COVID going on, sir. So uh, Eric, is it fair to say that and George, that was really good, by the way. Is it fair to say, Eric, that, you know, you've got a high expectation of Vince's answer? <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah, are you the same, Kurt? Are you like in anticipation? Yeah. My, my only correction, you said you were going to do a, a four Ironman or quadruple Ironman attempt. Remove the word attempt. Yeah. Oh, when right. it comes to Vince, it's, it's do or do not. I don't, know no Dave, I don't know where Dave comes up with this, so... I don't know if there's actually going to be an Ironman in the 2021 calendar or or not. Um, my big goal is, Dave and I have talked a lot on this. I am trying to get my bike miles up right now uh, significantly over where I have been in the past. The one one thing that I've, I've noticed is I'm inconsistent. I'll ride for a couple of weeks, then you're off for a week, and then you start over, yeah. and then you're back on for a couple of weeks. And so lately, um, you know, I've been trying to get off uh, at least about 130, 140 miles a week. Um, it's still not enough. Need to uh, need to increase that, but uh, we're we're getting there. So hopefully, with that and maybe uh, some running on top of it, maybe a duathlon might be in the 2021 calendar. Well, it came up yesterday. I was talking to Mark Sunderland about Florida Ironman, which is only just finished. Um, yep. which, uh, it was great to see it happen. And Florida had the very first uh, Ironman who was a Down syndrome finisher. Yeah. Uh, uh, which was extraordinary, wasn't it, to watch? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so, um, you know, maybe a couple of us should contemplate coming down to Florida for the next one this time next year. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm told on assurances it's the flattest um, that there is. Is that true, Vince? I have never done the bike course. Um, I can't remember if this is the one swim is the ocean swim or if it's the lake swim. Uh, if it's the lake swim in Haines City, it's really nasty. Uh, if it's the ocean swim, it's, you know, some years it's good, some years not. The bike course, you know, yeah, compared to 
compared to where you're from or compared to Colorado and, and the Carolinas, yeah, it's flat. Yeah. But you're probably we, swimming with alligators or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was so fast in that one, right, Kurt? Which could be good and bad because you'll go a lot quicker. <laughs> That's correct. The alligator is the pace setter from behind. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be the fastest, just don't be the slowest. That's right. <laughs> you're right. You know, we, we've got them both. Love it. So if you've been watching uh, Consultivations today, we've been talking about this word change and we've been asking all of us as friends and business owners to say, is it our responsibility to get rid of that word? And I think the general consensus is it is, really. Let's start talking about more important things, whether that's aggregate of incrementals, the next one degree extra, pointing to what we all teach, coach and use, our frameworks, giving that reason why. And let's make a commitment, and if you're watching this, we encourage you, eliminate the word change in your business. Second thing we're asking you to think about today as you listen back to Consultivations is what is your challenge? Never mind next year, what is your challenge from now until the end of the year? What can you do to stimulate yourself, stimulate others, set an example, do something that's gonna stretch you and them to see what happens? And as you listen back to some of the challenges from Vince, George, Eric, and Kurt, there are plenty of things that they're doing in their businesses and in their personal lives. And I think it only goes to say, my friends, that everybody going into this deeper winter needs to take extra care of their health and well-being. Because who knows, even with a potential vaccine or a series of one or two of them hitting the horizon, who knows what health twists are still to come. So taking caution, taking precaution and making sure that you are doing the very best in your self-care, I think is critical in the next few weeks and months. Yeah. So, thank you. George, thank you for your time, amigo. Thank you. Vince, thank you for coming to join us and sharing your amazing wisdom as always. Thank you, Dave. Sorry I was late. You're welcome. Eric, I'm glad you're back and fighting fit and on the mend. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Love it. And uh, Kurt, thank you for leading the discussion during our session today when we had a couple of technical individual errors whilst we went along. Thank you, my, my friend. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. See you all on the next episode of Consultivation. All right. All right. Take care, Take everyone. Care. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.